Sheldon, at this point, every time I'm just trying to Goldilocks it into like a perfect, a perfect, uh, whatever, perfect levels, not popping yeah. my peas. Good call. Um, and each We're pushing time, peas, not I feel like I Oh boy. I don't know about all that noise, but yeah. Uh, just come up with a snappy intro for the for the people. Hey, what do you get when you try to hype up a tournament that no one cares about? And you're the NBA. You get a 56% increase year over year in ratings and views. Uh, Welcome, hey, to okay. <laughs> Welcome to the NBA Pod. Welcome to the Untitled NBA, NBA Pod. The show Propaganda. We... You guys didn't agree with this, so Ooh. I'll just start, and then you can figure out if you're going to do it or not. Yeah. Okay. But I'm Big Mike, calling in from Los Angeles, where I'm representing the Lake Show. Oof, Glendale Mike. Boo. Do we introduce ourselves in that same fashion? Is that what you're waiting for, Mike? Yeah, or just like, I was, I mean, you can I cut. had such a snappy intro off the dome, and then you took, took it in a totally different direction, but so, I'm here for it. It's also me, Mike. Cut out all that in that, in that <laughs> section, that's fine. No, we don't edit on this Hi, I'm Missouri Mike. No, we literally do edit. You do, you do a very tasteful edit every time. <laughs> oh, okay, fair. But, uh, okay, so f- on the friggin' Midwest coast, on the coast of the Mississippi, we've got uh, a Don here after losing 20 bucks on a Knicks game last night. That's that's my little background. You gotta stop betting on the Knicks, Don. <laughs> never. He'll never do <laughs> they it. They tend to do well against the Celtics. They tend to do well against the Celtics, but RJ was out at the last minute uh, with a migraine, which to me is oh, a sorry excuse. That's a girl condition <laughs> exactly it's a typically female ailment <laughs> but but no so rj is usually he hit that game winner last season or two seasons ago in overtime they've had some good upsets of very good celtics teams so i did a a straight money line on the knicks which was plus like 320 which would have been you know nice enough and then i also had a little three-way parlay that included rj barrett numbers which was out the door an hour after i placed the parlay so that's me. <laughs> How about you, Beard? Hell yeah, that rules. Um, I'm Mike, also known as Beard. Uh, <laughs> nope. I'm, <laughs> I'm freaking cool when I rock. Mike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that about something. All right, up. this is this is a t- already a terrible idea. I was trying you... to encourage listener, uh, whatever parasocial relationships. Oh, right. Right. To oh. identify so that they know who's speaking, right? Yeah, and then they know, and then they form oh, attachments right. with our characters, and then we make billions on Blue Chew ads. Sure, I thought we were riffing. But yeah, I forgot how I forgot how methodical Mike is. Oh, I'm deeply methodical, deeply analytical. Welcome to the Untitled NBA Pod, <laughs> the show where we're methodical and analytical, and each week we, uh, you know, I don't know, we should do something like that, you know, where we say each week we do this. Uh, Bed dumpers. Yeah, basically just deciding who dumped the bed of the NBA. Welcome it's to the, the Untitled only... NBA pod, where each week we decide who dumped the bed in this week's NBA goings-on. It is the only podcast where you get that exclusive information. It's gotta be. So we That's gotta be exclusive to us, and we, we should to... trademark that. <laughs> and I'm on my phone right now trademarking bed dumper TM. Okay, good call. Uh, while you're doing that, I think, uh, I don't know if we need to make this a recurring thing, but I do want to... 
uh, rattle off the growing, ever-growing injury report. Oh, I'm sick of these injuries, um, dog. Cam Thomas God is out damn. for a month after, a, after like, a pretty red-hot start for the Nets. I, he put up a couple 40 pieces and then got hurt. And luckily, I didn't write down any of the reasons for this, but I do have the time frames. Um, Tyler Hero is out for an indeterminate amount of time. Uh, Jamal Murray, who is uh, that sucks. on my fantasy team, is screwing me for an indefinite, indeterminate amount of time. Uh, Plumley is going to continue to make the Clippers even worse. He's, he's out for a month and some change. Robert Williams, gone for the entire mm-hmm. season. Good while he lasted. Yeah, uh, sucks. I just dropped him from fantasy. Rest <laughs> yeah. in peace. I picked him up in the last round uh, of fantasy, or maybe off the waivers, and then had him for like three days. And it was like he he might never play again. Uh, so that sucks for the uh, Blazers. Uh, Scoot is out two weeks. That's a bummer. And former Hornet Kelly Oubre. Oh, oh. I don't want to call this the funniest injury, but pancake by dunk. <laughs> yeah, he was pancaked by a drunk dump truck driver. <laughs> he was he was hit by a car, which obviously is not good, and we take this very seriously. For some reason, yeah, that's tough. God damn. So who knows when he'll be back? And then Jay Crowder, to Chili's dismay, is out for two months. I dropped Kelly so fast. Chili's not going to be able to sleep at night knowing I know. His, his boy is not in. I had Kelly on my fantasy team, uh-huh. and it said, like, got absolutely blasted, <laughs> shoes flew off and <laughs> by a car, will be reevaluated in a week, broken ribs and all sorts. I was like, get the fuck yeah, out of here. Yeah, a week? A week? That seems crazy. Jesus Christ. But yeah, that, that was uh, unfortunate news. Truly, that, truly oh, a bummer. Man. And the, I mean, the Sixers that that, are deep enough, it, I think, that it won't hurt him too much. But what, what's up, Mike? Is that energy that followed him that allowed him to get pancaked by a dump truck? <laughs> is that coming from Charlotte following him? Or is that is that a oh, Philly yeah. thing? Uh, that seems... That's got Charlotte written that's all Charlotte, over it. Because as, as, as soon as I heard that, I was like, that is a deeply Hornets injury to sustain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, And Scary Terry's out. Oh damn! Yeah, I didn't yeah. have that one down. It's it's bad news in the in the deep south. Tough, tough. Uh, what he else? Just, he got hit by a car. It was just like seven o'clock. He was just like walking, and he just yeah. got drilled by a car. It's insane. Yeah, it's pretty pretty rough. Yeah, cars are nuts. Ban cars. That's this pod's firm policy. Yeah, bed number of the week this week: cars, <laughs> vehicles, <That's true. laughs> large vehicles. Uh, also, we got Giannis dropped fifty four. To, to the Pacers and still maintained an L. Yeah. Managed to lose that, 54. Harden got booed in his first game playing at the Nets. The fans chanted Maury, which I think is just so funny to chant the name of your owner to taunt a former player. That sounds like Maury Povich. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maury, Maury. GM, no? Maury? You're right. Maury? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I get those. Don't mixed promote up. him. I get those mixed up all the time. Yeah, no free, no free press, no free plugs. Yeah, but it is funny that like every once in a while, fans are forced to be made aware of like GMs or owners that they normally wouldn't care about, and it's usually something terrible, like ruining a relationship with a star player or mm-hmm. being Donald Sterling. I was gonna <laughs> say slur. I can't yeah. imagine like other. being 
at the crypto.com arena and having people chant palinka like that's so silly <laughs> yeah, i know it's just but i love i love the thought of that stupid. yeah any way for philly fans to get under his skin i mean and it worked I, like harden sucks in general but i'm sure that didn't didn't help uh speaking of sucking julius randall i had this i think last week but i was probably too depressed to read it uh and we were busy with a with a banger of a guest up um, first five games of the season, he was shooting 28% from the field, not from three. Mm. Uh, dead last among NBA players, 125 of them who were taking at least nine shots a game. Uh, he paired that 28% from the field with 26% three-point shooting. So, okay, so yeah, 27.6 field goal through five games. And I will say the last five games, he's up to 38% from the field, which would get you kicked off starting for most teams, um, but is it's technically an improvement from where he started. <laughs> on, the, on the flip side, on the, on the brighter side of the Knicks, Mitchell Robinson, the first seven games, became the fifth player in NBA history with 45-plus offensive rebounds in seven games. The others are, uh, it's a nice list to be paired with, Moses Malone, Den- Dennis Rodman, Andre Drummond, and Jason Williams. Um, so throughout the first seven games, the Lakers, as an entire team, had 55 offensive rebounds. The Wolves had 50. So Mitchell Robinson alone had 45. And then a bunch of other teams. Yeah, just, he was, he still continues to. Wow, I love that for him. He's working his ass off on the, on the glass, and, and it's very fun to watch them get second chance points. Uh, and I think we are still the third best defense in the league as of this many games out, but oh, a no. terrible low output. Charlotte's the worst, so. Ah, cheers. Big ups. <laughs> uh, Barrett, in one of the games I watched, RJ hit a three when the score was literally zero to zero, and the ESPN announcer said he's off to the best shooting start of his career. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, that's unnecessary. That's a low blow. Bro, you know what I've been loving is the fucking Mavs off to this start. Yeah. Yeah, Mavs are fucking- proven that the... I don't know if this necessarily... I mean, again, we're still in the territory where it's like, this is too early to really tell, but you you have to make content, and, you know, it's enough to see trends. I mean, I was going to say, the freaking Rockets are off to a 6-3 start. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't I mean, know. I am mad about the Mavs doing so well because I really don't like the Mavs. Sure, and yeah. also... I don't think they're going to keep that up, but I don't know. They weren't healthy. They weren't very healthy at the end of last year. Yeah. And now they also added Grant Williams, who, you know, say what you will, not a top tier player, but he can play some quality minutes sometimes. Yeah. At least effort wise. Um, I don't know. I think they're not going to hold up. They're not going to hold the 80% win throughout the season, of course, but I think they'll, they'll definitely show up better than last year well let's if you guys want to keep this rolling uh let's let's just take a look at the standings see what jumps out at you as far as teams doing better or worse than we thought hold the fuck on assistant coach for player development for the mavs is god sham god oh that's get the fuck out of here yes i'm I'm, I'm a mavs head now (laughs) i'm a fucking mavs head dude Okay, hell yes. So yeah, the Mavs tied for best record in the West with the Nuggies. Holy shit! I was made aware of uh, of God Sham God by a by a frequent listener. Um, so shout out God, come on the pod, God, and we believe in God. <laughs> and God need, is real. We need God on the pod. Yeah, Sham God, come on, Providence legend. I've 
been in that state one time. So cheers. So yeah. So Beard called it out. Mavs are eight and two, doing very well. That's we so did nice. put them in the mid tier preseason. Um, so they're they're doing better than we expected. T Wolves, I think we also put right there in mid. They're they're third, seven and two. It's a pretty That's good start. Yeah, Rockets, like Mike said, this there's no way they're going to keep this pace up, but they're doing a lot better than anyone thought. I think as far as un- surprising dumpers, this is a surprise to me alone and not you guys, but the Clippers are 3-6. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're 11th, and I believe they're now 0-5 in games where James Harden has played. Lost last five, so yep. Yeah, uh, so people are... People are already saying, like, Russ should start and Harden should come off the bench, and they're already trying to, like, blow up the whole thing. Um, Knicks fans are talking about acquiring Paul George. <laughs> it's it's already that time. Um, Spurs, despite Wemby being incredible and beating the Suns, which is less of a feat than you would think, I guess. Uh, Spurs are down there at the bottom. Pacers are good. and I'm not real yeah. surprised about that. Yeah. Yeah, jumping over to the East, Too Pacers surprised. third. Sixers are 8-1, and one, technically, I guess, the best record, even though they've played one less game. But Miami? Mm, don't like it. Don't like Miami it. Miami six and four. Yeah, that's got to. You change. don't think that'll hold? We got to do something about. I that. I mean, they've they've got Hero out now, so depending on how important work. he actually is, that that can make I did backslide. See anytime he's the leading scorer for the mat, uh, Miami. Yeah, they lose. Yeah, that's fair. So you definitely don't want him to be. Yeah, that's <laughs> the bad. only guy making shots. Get him out of there. Uh, Knicks completely mid with a five and five record. It we'll puts us ahead. in ninth in the East. Skip that. Um, a little bug team down there at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, Hornets are. It, <laughs> we don't know where the Hornets are. <laughs> they're not ranked right now. Well, they're at the top of the. If you go to the in season tournament and look it, at the top of East true. Group B, that's there true. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cavs, I would say, are doing a lot worse than most of us would have thought. Yeah, what the fuck is up with that? I think us beating them really depressed them. But they injured or just stupid? I think we actually we took that back to back. I think that was one to one. Um, Wizards doing whatever and expect Kuzma and Poole to do together. <laughs> They're two and eight. Honestly, it's kind of just like the West is really pretty shocking. Yeah, From the two down almost. I'd say. Yeah, I think the the East feels a little bit more like what people would expect it, but there's yeah, there's some surprising early trends the here. West is nuts. Um, I wish the Kings were off to a hotter start. Five and four yeah. doesn't. It's not super promising. We literally put them in throat goats preseason. We put them at the top I, of the top. I think we were running a little hot. I think we're really, <laughs> yeah. really loving the Kings just for That's true. being trash all the time and having some fun guys. But yeah. I'm still high on them. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I'd still marry him. Right, Mike? Still give him a big kiss. Right, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> I'd still light their beam. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. They light uh, my beam. Yes, yeah, so uh, so jumping back to the Clippers, they including uh, part of their zero and four, zero and five Harden start was losing to the one and eight Grizzlies. Um, Luca the the game before put up his fifth forty point game against the Clippers. Goat. He just goes there to to destroy them. Kind of the Dance way on their graves. Tatum comes to New York, or most stars come to New York. Here's a here's a horrible, corny cop out thing that was said by a former Clipper about the bubble season. And oh, I, I want this. Was this um? It was Lou Will. Lou Dude, I want to pick is your the guys. Stupidest shit. I think I have that in my notes. <laughs> yeah. I oh, I have not heard this I yet. So Mike, this pick your is guys' the brain about this. Shit, dude. Go. <laughs> Lou Will uh, was on pod 
asked about the Clippers losing in the bubble, he said, we started to hear the rumblings that nobody is going to respect this chip, so we kind of just took our foot off the gas. (laughs) No, no. Absolutely no. That's embarrassing. fucking Embarrassing. I I put in my notes... Lou Williams with the most embarrassing copium I've ever heard, on, and <laughs> yes. it was on Trey Young's pod. But God. yeah, truly, truly, just a sa- a sorry excuse. You're up what like three one? Uh huh. In the semi conference semis, or was it conference finals? I think conference semis. Semis, and then all of a sudden people are talking. Yeah. Ah. <gasps> sad, sad to sad to see someone. I don't know. Just lie, lie to yeah, lie to everyone's just, face like that, because you know that's not what you're thinking. And I guess it's a convenient excuse. But even in hindsight, it's not even a convenient excuse. It makes you sound like a you don't care about the game. It's really, really embarrassing. It's it's the child's. It's like a, a child's take of like when you lose. You're like, well, I I wasn't even trying. Yeah. I actually don't. Even yeah, care. exactly. Like, no, you were up three one for a reason because you guys cared and right. you lost because you guys cared and sucked. Yeah, <laughs> like because you fell off. Uh, yeah, so truly, truly a wacky embarrassing. statement. And you know what, Lou? Come on the pod. Mike will fight you. Yeah, true. Mike stays outside for your for your terrible takes about the bubble. <laughs> uh, I guess I will add, I mean, I don't know. Get in line, Lou. There's a long line. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, also, before we started recording, Mike said, I would hit Kelly Oubre with my car if I saw him. <laughs> so we can add, Not add Kelly to, I said. to the list of guys Mike wants to fight. <laughs> Um, I'm just uh, gonna keep rattling off some quick stuff, and then we can get into something deeper. If you guys got something, I do have a question for Mike at the end, just to, yeah. just to get him just to get him nervous for the rest of the pod. <laughs> yeah, it's good to foreshadow All that. Right. <laughs> I got some, I got some stuff too. We can transition to in a bit. Yeah, here. I got some listener tidbits as well. But uh, let's okay. uh, let's round out the uh, the Love quick it. hitters. Yeah, uh, Taylor Jenkins got a twenty five thousand dollar fine after the Grizzlies lost to the Jazz. And said, this was one of the most poorly officiated games I've ever seen. Fucking atrocious. (laughs) Just said that right on mic. Uh, Basically said, I'll eat the fine. I need you to know how bad these refs suck. I have not watched the Grizzlies because they're trash. But I, Taylor Jenkins is not a guy that I associate with just like copping out by saying officiating so i tend to believe certain guys budenholzer used to be accurate when he said that and I, I don't know i feel like he did this last year too he may have gotten another fine before yeah oh, um, memphis is really two and eight yeah they're having a rough go and then uh stephen adams i think this was actually weeks ago we may have covered it but stephen adams is officially out for the whole season again oh man um they just can't catch a break and then they they gave up Tyus Jones last year, right? They did indeed. Yeah, that's I. They just lost so many pieces, and one of them's in jail. <laughs> one of them's in NBA jail for uh, fifteen more games. It will be exciting. I will say. I think the beginning of December is when Jaws set to come back. That might be the first Grizzly game I actually watch. Yeah, they got rid of who else? Who else did they get? Oh. D, D, D Brooks, the villain, Dylan yeah. the villain. Yeah. Um, yeah, so clearly there's just not enough pieces to hold that together. They might, honestly, if you get 25 games in, Ja comes back and you're like 2 and 23, <laughs> you might want to give it up and tank, but too early for, for that talk. Uh, there was a fun fun game to watch was Bucks sixers um, 
Embiid and Maxi, my hot take based on one matchup is they are a better combo than Giannis and Dame. Uh, Maxi had, I think it was his highest scoring uh, in his career, 50 points. Embiid had 37. Um, Dame was. Oh, this was this was pace. This was them for the. Yeah, Pacers. I was going to say that was the that was Maxi versus the Pacers. Right. I just I just wanted a hot take to say they were better than Giannis and Dame. That was a separate thing. I'm 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 I'm. I'm selling Dame. I'm yeah. not, not buying right he, now. His, his shooting is worse than, I think, Which anything since like his rookie year. Fucking pisses me off because that auto-draft I did, I would, ne- I would oh, yeah. never have picked Dame. Yeah. Absolutely would not Was have he first Dame. in your auto-draft? No I hope not. Yeah, that's and I wouldn't tough. have picked, like, there's some, I'm just mad, but that's yeah. my own fault. But um, it does say that Jenkins got fined to April 2022. For the okay. kind of the same thing. Yeah. Okay. So he's got a little, he's got a little bite to him. He's, yeah. He's willing to call it out and take yeah. the fine. Respect. Cheers to Jenkins. Yeah, that is something you kind of want to see in a coach. If you're heading to the locker room or whatever post game presser and everyone's pissed at the calls, and then you get the note <laughs> that yeah. your your the coach, coach just your back, took a pay cut. That's nice. Uh, I will say in that Pacers loss to the Sixers, Obi Toppin, um, New York's <laughs> biggest regret to let go mm-hmm. in the last eight months I guess uh dunked behind his own head on Embiid and it was maybe the highlight of his life it was beautiful to watch um Embiid and Maxi have been running the same play to start every single Sixers game when they win the tip-off and it's gotten one of them a bucket five out of five times and it's it's nothing crazy it's just like a screen and roll or whatever but it's uh it's pretty nice that they're just like automatic. So Sixers, you know, technically, I think right now people have them as the best team in the league. Pretty much every game is worth is worth catching. Somebody's got to hand check that to stop that. Somebody's sure. just got to just yeah. fucking blow it up, them up somehow. a little bit. Yeah, I mean, each time they do it in succession, you have to assume that like coaches are sniffing that and trying oh, yeah. to trying to oh, counter I'm it. Around. Uh. I think that's all I got until until the end. I have a I have a candidate for bed dumper if if you want to hear me out, beard. But I'm I'm good. I'll turn it over to to you fellows. Don, amazing recap uh, <laughs> of the of the past week. We are of course happy to be back in actual basketball happening time rather oh, yeah. than the. I'm still just thankful that we're it's not the friggin' off season anymore. Yeah. Um, Obviously, NBA in-season tournament is progressing. Um, I went to just look up a recap, but it's kind of just it's kind of just all the teams playing all the time for for multiple games. Um, so I think as it as it progresses, hopefully we'll get a bracket view and um, can kind of kind of watch teams cascade through there i have had some conversations though like i'm generally you guys know i'm big ups on in-season tournament obviously Uh we'll Mm -hmm. see how it plays out uh overall with like viewership and 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 dollars with the league and and everything but i'm you know generally excited about the format i will say one thing i am absolutely down on is and this is what i believe contributed to uh whoever you said had the uh the aforementioned migraine injury. Yes, uh, RJ. It's the way that the way that they've constructed the courts. Oh my god! The in-season tournament. <laughs> if you and thought the jerseys the, were bad, get a load of these there's, eyesores. There's a couple 
fire quartz, but there's some yeah. that's like, what? Blinding. Yeah, what motherfucker? There was an incredible meme. I think it was on, I, I don't I don't even know where this came from, but it was floating around the internet. And it's the picture of, this is a very specific niche reference, but it's, a, it's the picture of Jerry going into Kramer's <laughs> yes. room when the chicken uh, sign the chicken neon sign is yes up. exactly the neon chicken sign except it was the it was the colors of the blue court and then Kramer's <laughs> like Jerry it's the NBA in season tournament <laughs> it's very very oh, good I love it um a couple tidbits from listeners listener tidbits oh yeah uh first comes from listener John shouts out John um, in all caps says Maxi is a fucking beast. Yes. And then goes yes. on. We were, we already talked Maxi a little bit, but here's some of the specific, uh, numbers we're looking at. So Tyrese Maxi dropped 50 in a 137, 126 win over the Pacers. Mm. That was Philly's eighth straight win. And Maxi closed it out with a 16 point fourth quarter. And as of God. that game, he was averaging 28.6 points with 50 40 90 splits beautiful <laughs> which just really beautiful. uh which leads to the next point from john uh which says harden is not good for anyone <laughs> um and there are a couple a couple stats here to support this so uh this and this was as of yesterday uh but notes uh on the clippers big 4 so uh harden 13 and a half points Five boards, 4.3 assists, two and a half turnovers, minus 67 on court. This is, uh, I think, since, I think this is cumulative. Kawhi, before Harden, was at 23 points and plus 80. And since he's 18.8 points, minus 35. PG was 28.8, plus 87. Since he's 17, minus 26. And Russ before was 57.2 true shooting percentage, uh, plus 64. And since 48.2 true shooting percentage and minus 28. So that Jeez. is just an absolute onslaught. And then um, it's <laughs> said in a week, the Clippers starting lineup with Zubots has a minus 19.5 net rating in 46 minutes. Oh. So not looking good. I watched uh, Harden and Stephen A. talked about it on first take as well. Yeah. We'll see if uh, – I think somebody just came out today and said that they should um, uh, have, have Harden come off the bench because essentially yep. Harden and mm. Russ can't be on the court at the same time. Right. I don't – you know, we'll see if they're able to figure all of this out. But, of course, part of my – uh, Lakers uh, Homer self is once again delighting in the Clippers misfortunes. God, you're. Um, can we just say though, uh, you bring up basically the team that that Harden left for the team that he got to. He took a crash and burn, very good Celtics, uh, Sixers team that you could argue he was ruining in the in the playoffs where they had. I mean, honestly, Embiid had a bad game too, but those last two playoff games last season, he was garbage. And then he leaves that team. They are have the best record they've had in the last like thirty years. They've started, and then he comes to a team that you know was was better than they are now and makes them worse. So I the Harden effect is really continuing to to plague them. And I do think I I agree. I think Harden off the bench in the short term makes the most sense. The long term is trade somebody out of there. You got too many cooks. But uh but yeah, I mean Russ was there first and arguably things were going all right for them before he came. 
Um, that's one hopefully short-term solution. Uh, but yeah, just the arguably My, the most stacked team of all stars, and they're playing <laughs> garbage. Uh, I've got one one more like listener tidbit, but it's also very silly, so it could we could save it for the end, or I could throw it in now. It's also it's kind of a it's a question and a very long explanation that's really really funny. <laughs> let's run it. Uh, let's get so. silly. Let's get silly, soldier boy. <laughs> Okay, let's do it. So this comes from listener Marin, uh, whose identity will remain anonymous. Uh-huh. But it was a screenshot from another uh, that was sent my way. So this comes from uh, Reddit oh, in uh, a, a uh, what, what do you call it? A subreddit. Sorry, I'm 55 years old. Yeah. A subreddit. <laughs> Grandpa. <laughs> NBA, <laughs> NBA circle jerk. Um, and, of course, uh, from user... I don't know how to say this Zadexon or something. Um, so I'm not claiming this as original content, but I wish I could. And here's the question. <laughs> Should the Brooklyn Nets kill five of their players <laughs> to trigger a disaster draft to improve their <laughs> roster? Okay. Uh-oh. And so he goes on. The NBA disaster draft is a contingency plan to be used when five or more players on a team have died or have been dismembered. <laughs> In in the draft, the team whose players died will be able to draft the amount of players from other teams equivalent to how many they had lost. Other teams, though, are only allowed to protect five players from being drafted, but many teams have good sixth men that are available. With the Nets having bad contracts on underperformers such as Ben Simmons, could they not also just kill two-way players and benchwarmers to fell out those five kills to get a disaster draft? <laughs> also, according to... To Bill Simmons, uh, the team would also get the first pick in next year's draft. So he <laughs> continues, this next draft class is weak, so I can understand their hesitancy and being a repeat offender that is killing five players on your your team <laughs> on two separate occasions could raise some eyebrows. Yeah. But this still could greatly improve them. No doubt killing your players with bad contracts and then killing your bench warmers for sixth men would greatly improve them and other teams. What do you guys think? And should any other teams do this? And who should they kill? <laughs> Whoa. It's incredible. And um, yeah, I just had to part, share part of me wants on, to on like, pod. part of me wants to come up with an answer next week. Like who's, who's the team to kill and who would you, who would you go for? That's a, that's beautiful. And also informative. I did not know there was a disaster protocol. Damn, we should do like a Pokemon episode where it's like next week on or last week. Yeah. On, yeah. And then come back with, <laughs> with some, with, with some, some thoughts. Other. I know I'm killing. I know immediately who I'm killing on the Nats are just, Across the board, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just the the concept of a disaster draft, and also that this person is, I I hope that they're a Nets fan and right. they're just like so deeply disconcerted that they're just trying to find a way <laughs> to <laughs> to a way a way that out. Is so funny, but I mean, they're they're not wrong in terms of the contracts, but like, I do feel like the starting five is built of players you go like they're pretty good you know like they're they're not i don't i doubt maybe ben simmons but i don't think any of them have real like all-star all nba accolades or anything but they're kind of just under that you know but yeah i'm sure the contracts does kill you and they're obviously not going anywhere as is so yeah just so okay so the easy strat is uh set up the team plane to go to an away game the, the five players you want to kill, you say like, hey, you missed the team flight. You schedule it for earlier so that they miss it. And then you 
put him in a little rickety Cessna and you have, I guess you would need a pilot to be willing to kamikaze or, or jump out in a parachute. But I think that's doable. I just, I love, I love that. He's just like, you know, killing five players on your team on two separate occasions could raise (laughs) some eyebrows, but this dude is just trying to clear salary space, cap space and get some, uh, draft some sixth men from across the league. It's the perfect, it's the perfect little like tongue in cheek satire of a, of a fan of a team that does not care about (laughs) any of the players or the humans on it, like is entirely focused on their regular season record. I love it. Shouts out. Thanks to thanks Marin for that for that big input. When we get to the to the very end, we'll uh, sh- foreshadow some some stuff coming up next week. But uh, sure, happy to toss it back to you guys in the time being. Well, I would say I believe the listener who submitted that question is a Wizards fan. I wanted to show you. Did you guys? I I think I spammed the group chat with too many links this week. But did you guys catch the Jordan Pool? Yeah. Uh, dynamic here. I want to walk through this frame by frame because it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen uh, Jordan Poole uh, during a timeout at, uh, Wizards Nets a game that they totally could have won uh, Jordan Poole paid zero attention to what was going on in the huddle and then basically had to check right when the whistle blows and they're all walking back on the court he goes like wait what is this so you can watch the video frame by frame he's pissed about the last play he didn't get to put up a ridiculous terrible shot like he wanted to Coach gets ready. Uh, assistant coach is trying to pull him into the huddle. Landry Shamit hits him on the shoulder. <laughs> a bench player pokes him and goes like, hey, listen. Uh, I think the quote, if this lip reader is correct, says, I got this or whatever. Basically going like, look, don't worry about me. Uh, throws a towel. At, uh, someone said for the fourth time. <laughs> I don't know if that's in this game or in general. Uh, you can see him mouth the word fuck. And then he locks in right when the whistle blows. He like leans down on his knees and everyone's walking away. He missed the play. The assistant coach has to bring <laughs> the clipboard out as he's walking back onto the court. And he does that classic like Jordan Poole meme moment face where he's like leaning back like, hmm, what's this? Like just trying to get a look at the play that he just completely ignored. And then the Warriors, or, uh, the Wizards go on to lose that game. I'm staying 10 toes down from my Michigan boy. <laughs> Fuck a play. Hooper's hoop. Yeah. Get out there and get a I bucket, mean, boy. that is definitely his mindset. I will I will give you that. And I, he's one of the most uh, mixed bag players. Like, he will give you just three or four possessions in a row where you go like, oh, this dude could shoot from anywhere. He can play make. And then he'll give you a full quarter of just the dumbest shit you've ever seen. <laughs> I he, think, honestly, Jeremy Sohan is a little bit that way, too, on the Spurs. Like, he can be crazy, like Dennis Rodman in a point guard's body, and then just the wackiest, <laughs> stupidest shit. I support Jordan Poole. I, th- I do think what's killing him is he shouldn't be running a team, like being the guy on sure, a team, really. Of course, he, and yeah. of course he wants to be, but he would be... A really good like Lou Williams role, six man. He would get six man of the year, six man of the year on a decent team. Uh, No, no, no question. And he would be that ball. That point where he like puffs out his mustache and he's like, "Hmm, yeah, yeah." maybe I didn't catch that. (laughs) It's so good. Uh, It's it's fun to watch. I encourage listeners to check out (laughs) Jordan Poole ignoring (laughs) the huddle. You know there are some. Baddies sitting courtside. Yeah, he must have been distracted. His his interests. That okay. So I guess similar to the lines of try to kill half the Knicks or half the. (laughs) That's Freudian slip. Kill half the Nets uh, roster to get a 
to get a better draft. I think Wizards should just hire permanent baddies to sit like right behind the bench or somewhere they in a position that, should. that Poole can yeah. see them every game. Just put AOC they out should there. Fill, <laughs> they should fill they should fill the, the first few rows with uh with our, our nation's finest public servants. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. AOC keeps missing important bills in the in the House of Representatives because she's contracted to to get Jordan Poole horny enough to play well. <laughs> There's no good-looking women in... Oh, I'm about to Charles. Okay. All right. Okay, never mind. I'm going to stop myself. <laughs> Hold off on I, that. I almost, I almost did a big old woman down in San Antonio, but for D.C. and <laughs> being not attractive there. That's for that's for NBA pod after dark, yeah, folks. That's the Tune triple. into the Patreon for beards for beards hottest days. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, yeah that's... $25 an episode <laughs> to, to, <laughs> to discourage listenership. Uh, that's that's it for, for me, fellas. We're getting close to 40. You guys want to close us out with your um, respective segments? I don't think I have anything. Let me double check. Oh, while you're looking, the reason I the reason I highlighted that pool thing, besides it being hilarious, is I would, like I said, I would like to nominate him for Bed Dumper of the Week. <laughs> I know your Michigan ties... Please. I know your Michigan ties, but you have to be impartial. What happened on that next play is what I want to know. He probably fucking dunked it on both hoops at the same time. (laughs) No, he rules. He's a king. Michigan all the way. And, yeah, I don't really have anything else, I don't think. I do have a question, but I want a a, a second question to – you know, have you choose between? So we'll save this one. All right, we'll save okay, that. Well, let me, Mike. You close this out. Let's foreshadow. Yeah, for, we'll foreshadow the uh, our Thanksgiving episode next week, which will take place in person, Woo-hoo. where mm. we are going to take on a super fan, Scott, uh, who has actually taken control of the podcast franchise. <laughs> Absolutely not. Or Absolutely is not. or is attempting to. He, he's um, trying to and coup. Is, he and his cabal of guys who are good at drafting in the fantasy playoffs have, have beaten each one of us in a row. And I've already I'm already feeling terrible that I invited him into the into the uh the fantasy pool in the first place. <laughs> yeah. And uh, anyway there's a massive power struggle at place. He's trying to he keeps sending he keeps sending Outlook invites to me for stand-up meetings for the for his company that he says we all work for now. So it's it's kind of a mess. Oh, but, send uh, me the we'll, link, we'll take, dog. That's gonna be a problem for him. <laughs> we're gonna take we're gonna take control again next week in person. We'll have him on. Uh, he can he can speak for uh, his himself and his attempts to coup this beautiful. Massive franchise that we built. His five oh. point strategy for the new regime. We're gonna look him eye to eye. We're gonna he's gonna be. IRL, isn't he? We're, we yes, might have to he's going to be very IRL. We might have to oh sick Mike God. on him, <laughs> which is what we usually do in this type of pod yeah, situation. Mike, you're going to be outside the whole time. <laughs> but it's going to be cold. Yeah. Don't matter. Bring your mittens, Mike. Life's cold. <laughs> Bring your mittens, Mike. You're going to uh, have to be real outside. <laughs> yeah. I do have gloves for you. You can get the you can get the smaller gloves, and then he can wear the big ones. It's advantage. Oh, I love it. All right, Scott, suit up, and uh, we'll see you. We'll see you on Fantasy Courts. Love it, folks. We'll talk to you next time. Peace. Mm-hmm.